This is The Point, professional investing in Australia with Pendle. Welcome to The Point podcast from Pendle. When share markets fall, as they've done over the past couple of months, and bond yields surge, investors start thinking about relative valuations and when is the right time to start buying equities again. The S&P 500 has been volatile all year, but is currently trading around 15% below where it started 2022. The Stocks Europe 600 is down around 10%. Some of the commodity-heavy bourses, such as the ASX 200, have performed a bit better, but are still below where they started the year. To talk about how to value the market, I welcome back Nudjam Richel, Senior Fund Manager at Pendle. Nudjam, welcome back to The Point. Thank you for having me again, Sean. And Nudjam, where's the decline in share prices come from? That's a really good question. Thank you. When you think about the S&P 500 specifically, what we've noticed is that since December, the 15% decline has been matched almost one for one by a 15% drop in the forward PE. So, so far, it seems to be a multiple compression issue. And that's not unexpected because if you look at the long-term data in markets, often PEs are inversely correlated to inflation. So as inflation has come up, it's not a surprise that the multiple of the S&P 500 has compressed. And what's interesting is that most of the move, almost a one-for-one in terms of the size, has been matched by multiple compression so far. Right. Just explain that term, multiple compression. Sure. So if if you imagine that the PE today on the market is 20, and that's what's translating into, let's say, 4,000 on the S&P, I'm I'm just making this up, exact numbers. If the PE then compresses to 15, that by definition means that the headline index number would have to come down. Okay. Yeah, I mean, the, the point here, I suppose, is that markets are still seem, what, what you're talking about, I understand, but markets still seem pretty upbeat about earnings growth. Is that right? I mean, are they too optimistic? I think you can definitely back that up because if the move down is matched by multiple compression, that means that there's been no change in people's perception of the E as part of the PE. Yep. So if, if the market forward PE has come down by a certain amount and that's matched by the decline in the market itself, that means that there's been no change in the market participant assumption of earnings per share going forward. And if you look at it right now, it's about 18% 12 months out. That's what the market assumes the earnings per share will grow. And yes, that, that probably in the cold light of day may prove to be too optimistic. Okay, if we bring that back then to investors, is that suggesting that this pessimistic market we're in still has a way to run? Again, a very interesting way to look at it, Sean. And what you could decipher from that is that there hasn't been any discounting of an earnings contraction. In other words, so far, nobody has actually taken their numbers down on the earnings they're expecting from the corporates. So, that could potentially be another shoe that could drop. Not saying necessarily it has to. You know, a decline could continue to be just completely driven by multiple compression if the corporates and the economy stay very, very healthy despite what the Fed does. But there is a non-negligible outside possibility that there has to be some haircut on the earnings side yet to come before quote-unquote, the bear could end. Okay, so we, we talk about relative valuation, so we don't talk about equity markets in isolation. If we bring the bond 
marketing and bond yields into this. They've obviously risen and they've risen more so than equities yielding, the, the rise in equity yields. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, that's interesting again because, again, when one wants to get bullish, one of the things that you tend to look at is, well, where is the equity yield today when it compared to yesterday before, let's say, the sell-off? And so, of course, the equity yield has gone up. Stocks in isolation are more attractive today than they were in December 2021. However, exactly as you pointed out, the problem is that the bond yields have spiked more. So on a relative basis, equities actually now look more expensive relative to bonds than they did in December 2021. Another way of thinking about it is the return you might get from equities from, from a dividend perspective as share prices fall. Of course, if the dividend is maintained, you'll get more yield from the stock. Mm-hmm. But the problem is that the bonds have derated to an extent that you'll get actually the coupon is more valuable right now than it was December 2021. So on a relative basis, equities have actually become less attractive since the start of this year. Okay, so it's kind of a bearish view of the market, notwithstanding much has to happen as we go forward. What are you looking for before you can see it get some confidence about buying into equities again? Because everything we've spoken about is kind of saying, you know, just be careful on equities here. What are you looking for? What are the signposts you need to see? Again, as we chatted about in previous podcasts, it really goes back to the need to see a shift in Fed policy. Once we see a clear change in language, that the Fed is no longer worried about inflation, that they're no longer worried about the politics of inflation, at that point, it will be safe to go back in. Now, the challenge is markets are discounting mechanisms. So the market may anticipate any such shift in the Fed before it's actually articulated. So that's always the $64 million question. So that's what we're looking for. What, what we're expecting is the market will discount the change in Fed policy. And so we've got to anticipate that. And one of the ways to do that would be to see if the inflation data itself peaks. That hasn't happened. It was expected to happen last week, but it didn't. And certainly Chair Jerome Powell isn't talking down interest rate rises at the moment. That's exactly right. But at some point, the market will anticipate he will shift. Najim, thanks for talking to The Point. Thank you very much for having me on. That was Najim Richel, Senior Fund Manager at Pendle. You've been listening to The Point from Pendle. I'm Sean Aylmer.